Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the second show of 2021. Very excited to be here. Uh, yesterday was a bad day, and you know what? We all have them. Mine was lower back went out, and my head was like it was in a vice. And I wasn't sure whether it was the new medication they gave me to block some of these this nerve pain in my right leg until they get on top of it or what it was going on. But boy, I slept at 3.30 in the afternoon and that was a complete write-off. But you know what? We need to give ourselves grace for this. Uh, I don't care what age you are. I'm definitely going through some phases now at 55 or... I just don't have the energy to do what I used to do. And it doesn't really matter how up I am or how I look after myself or how active I am with the dog walking. I just, I'm not 25 anymore. But even when you were, when I was 25, and I know I have younger listeners, there are days when you just need to unplug and go hide. (laughs) It's okay. If one good thing could come out of this COVID mess of 2020 is to unplug from social media in the fact that comparing yourself to others and and following shallowness online and comparing yourself and thinking you have this bar to maintain. No, no, you don't. So let it all go. So let's start the year off right. It was funny because I wanted to talk about um, just being the light actually today. And I opened up the new book. So my girlfriend Berta gave me this beautiful, The Book of Awakening, uh, another book like the beady one I've, I've used for years to uh to kind of reference and this is a new daily daily kind of mantra meditation one and today's topic seeing into darkness oh i loved that because that's kind of what i wanted to talk about today i've had an interesting week uh weekend really more than anything so we're trying to get under control this pain i've got uh, been diagnosed with quite severe osteoarthritis it's like oh it wasn't all fibromyalgia pain this last year and we've just had an mri done of my upper and lower back and x-rays of my hip and knee nerve pain's really debilitating and uh, it's impeding my way of life in a a, completely in a day-to-day manner so don't ignore those things guys i i should know better because a number of years ago when i was first diagnosed with fibro and was dealing with all that pain I calcified the T-band on the right side of my leg because I didn't, I thought everything, all my pain was fibro and it was something mechanical in my knee and needed to be addressed and uh, I didn't address it and calcified it. Yes, because I wasn't moving it properly. Not good, not good. So pay attention to your body. This is the year to really do that, especially right now with so much alchemization going on. And when I say alchemization, what I mean is there, you know, there's always been evil in the world, but I really have this sense that we're sort of coming to the, not the end of evil, but just the end of what this 2000 years has looked like. 
And with that energy change comes a lot of changes physically as well. We are energetic beings and it's going to be very highly unlikely that if you're tapped in and you're aware and you are searching that you're not going to feel some of the physical effects of what is going on. So just pay attention is all I'm saying. So this past weekend, I think a little bit my pain is making it so that I'm a little less tolerant of things I don't want in my life anymore, simply because it's taking away my energy and vitality and I'm trying to manage that. So anything extra is like, eh, no, thanks. It's a, you know, really about pri- prioritizing right now. And an acquaintance, not a good friend, just an acquaintance that I know on Facebook, I decided to go on the government websites uh, over the uh, Friday or Monday, I can't remember which it was, probably probably uh, the end of last week, and see what's new and exciting. Because I don't watch the news. I don't want that hate and that fear filling my heart, so I simply do not watch the news. And something I'll caution you about as a little segue here is do not get hung up on people. Do not get hung up on Biden versus Trump. Do not get hung up on on things that are specific and narrow and narrow focused when there is a bigger agenda at play. You need to sort of open your scope and realize that these are just, think of the Matrix, the movie. These are just players, okay? You need to be being, being a, paying attention to the larger energetic uh, phenomena that's going on in the world today. So uh, sort of back to my point here was I went to the website and I was kind of happy that they were finally reporting how many deaths were in care facilities and long-term old folks homes because they've been reporting these deaths on our news for 10 months and scaring people to death and 85% in Canada of people that have passed away from COVID are elderly and in care homes, like in the homes, not elderly, just at home, elderly in care facilities, which means we were doing a really crappy job of protecting them. Now, on the government website, they have finally this new year started listing that. And one of the things they listed on Friday's thing, and we were all waiting for Friday because we wanted to know if they were gonna lock us down again, and they have, they've locked us down to February 5th in our homes. And it's stated now that 100% of the current deaths were in, were in uh, care homes. There had been no reported deaths amongst the regular population, the healthy working population. I was really gra- glad for that transparency. So I thought I'll let people know that because not everyone goes to the website and they certainly don't say this on the news. That's why you need to quit watching the news. If I could really encourage you to do anything right now is to quit watching mainstream news, Fox, CBS, CBC, that is paid for by the political parties in Canada and the United States. Even up here, um, our government, our liberal government gave our news broadcasters a station $600 million last year for them to say what they wanted them to say. So the States is no different. You can always find Fox supporting, oh, honeys, I'm sorry, I don't, is it Trump? And the other news stations supports the Biden bunch. I literally don't follow it. Sorry if you think I'm ignorant on that, but that really, is a circus that I am do not my monkey, not my circus. Don't have a dog in that race. Not paying attention to that uh, play out. I I stand back and see the bigger picture of it all, but I'm not in the trenches with it. So if I could encourage you, there are independent newspapers up here in Canada. We have one called the Epoch Times, E P O C H. Yes, it is run by an ex Chinese um, immigrant. Uh, that 
you know, just felt the Communist Party was corrupt, and it is, and wanted to, you know, state the truth. And I support that. Uh, Rebel News up here, uh, states in Canada, lots of people subscribe to them. They're more online. And they're, they've been wonderful um, showing both sides of the story and taking a step back to show the bigger picture. This is what happens when you get so narrow focused in on something. It's like taking a scripture out of context in the Bible. You stand on this little teeny platform not realizing that all around you is lava. So step back, way back onto solid ground and see the island in the lava for what it is. But know that you're on the shore and you're looking left and right and can see all the players and all the boats. Okay, so just, you know, give that visual some thought uh, because it's it's human nature. Don't think that we all don't do it. We all do. We get focused in on our family drama. We get focused in on our political drama, our work drama, and we narrow focus and don't take a step back to to really see the big picture. So I posted this on, on my Facebook page. I the, the title was some good news, some bad news and a huh? And I posted that they were now t- letting us know that, you know, the current deaths, 100% were in care homes. So the healthy people out here, um, there, were, there hadn't been a big risk to us over the holidays. And the bad news was on the government, uh, it's called a feeder website. ArcGIS feeds the stats to a lot of different industries and they feed the st- stats to the government websites here in British Columbia. For the entire time of last year of covid there was a disclaimer with an asterisk that stated that the numbers that they report on the news every day were technically inflated because they use contact tracing to come up with that number. So if 25 people tested positive that week or that day, they report 75. Okay. Uh, no, I've got that wrong. 25 times 10, 200, sorry, 250 and change. Uh, it's actually by 12 because they times it by 12. They assume they make an assumption based on a model that for every one person that's positive, they have infected 10 to 12 other people. And I just assumed everyone sort of knew this. So I, had, as you all know, I took December off and even before December, I was just tired of the fighting and the flack I was getting for some of the things I was posting. And there's people that just don't want to hear it. And I'm also quite offended because you know what, people? You don't have the right to go rant on someone else's Facebook page. You wouldn't walk, if you won't walk into someone's home face to face and tell them exactly what you're thinking, then don't do it on social media. Okay? It's just cowardice, it's rude, and it is simply unacceptable. I'm very, very black and white on this. So I. I posted that, you know, the disclaimer was gone and I was really upset about it, but I didn't take a picture of it back in November because I was checking it weekly once my a son, that's an IT guy, he got me onto it. He says, this, these are these, this is the feeder site, mom, all the information's here. Plus it used to be multiple pages and now it's just down to this one. So I guess maybe my thought, of course, being uh, the way I think, did, did people finally start to catch on and they're not buying the lie? And also when I mentioned it to people, they looked at me blankly and I thought, don't you guys know that this is how they're coming up with these numbers? So I posted it. And then my huh was I watched a video with Fauci being, um, uh, being interviewed and he was stating how masks aren't going to go away in the near future because even if you've had the vaccine, uh, the virus could be in your nasal passages unbeknownst to you and you could pass it to someone else. I'm like, 
You've got to be freaking kidding me. Anyways, that is a personal opinion. I just thought that was ridiculous because they will come up with any new story to justify the corruption. And it's like, wow. Anyway, so I posted that and got called a liar by this person. How dare you spread misinformation? It's like misinformation. Well, I believe a lot of the stuff on the government websites is misinformation, but that's where I got it from. And he's a follower of the government narrative, but he was only watching the news. A lot of people will watch the news, but they won't go see the rest of the story on the website. So for instance, our news reports contact tracing numbers, but the website showed you how they came to it. Our government reports how many deaths, but the website showed you how many were in care homes. So the news is built to build fear and keep you scared and compliant, but they still were in the background if you took the time showing some of the exposure of the lies or the the misdirection of the truth, I like to call it. So he called me a liar. Do you know what, guys? You do not have to put up with that. That kind of, even you can disagree with someone, that is fine. But to go onto my website page, and I've known him for 15 years, and call me bold face out in public a liar, yeah, you're blocked. You don't have access to me on social media any longer. And then yesterday I found out from a friend that he made a big post on his page, because once I blocked him, I can't see his page, or he blocked me, it's, it's fine, that he ranted about this, about how someone blocked him. So I went and checked my husband's Facebook page to read it, and sure enough, He's like, I just can't stand people that are spreading lies. They're liars. And it's my job to go out there and tell them all the truth. Too bad I can't keep my mouth shut. And I thought, yep, too bad. But you won't be doing it on my Facebook page. Remember, although Facebook may own it, and a lot of us will be off Facebook very soon because it's so corrupt and it's full of censorship and I really can't condone that. Uh, the bottom line is right now, it's still the platform how we reach people and our businesses rely on it. It is a very frustrating decision, uh, but it's what we we're, kind of the hand we're dealt right now. That is still my wall. It is still your wall. And they can disagree and you can have a discussion, but to call you names or bully you, just delete them. And if you find people in your feed that are just, oh my goodness, you're like, I don't want to see this every day, but you don't want to unfriend them or block them, just go unfollow them. It's a little button. Go to your friends, find them, do the little click where it shows your friendship and unfollow them. All that means is their stuff won't show up in your feed on a daily basis. Quit letting poison come into your mind and your life every day. Every time I do that, I feel lighter in the day. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, how do I, how do I make how do I keep light? Because it does upset you and it can, you feel kind of beat up upon. But remember, ask yourself this, not why are they being the way, that, who cares why they're being the way they are. The question you always want to answer, ask yourself is, why am I reacting this way? And my podcast will not be talking about this every week. This is our out of the gate, kickstart a new attitude for the new year podcast, okay? Why are you reacting? And if you are reacting, you need to do something about that. And the first thing you can do is omit it from your life. So then I have this visual in my head thinking, okay, I don't even want to bother. I don't want to bother podcasting. I don't want to bother coaching. Uh, the world's just gone to hell in a handbasket. And willful ignorance is something I don't want to deal with on a daily basis. And then I get a dozen people all commenting 
of like-minded and thanking me for my post and on the Instagram thanking me for the daily inspiration which by the way guys I've reassigned the Instagram to the web the Facebook page that's about the podcast it no longer goes to living well with shell which is more about health uh, which I'm going to get back into being a little more active there and it's linked to the YouTube channel but there will be a YouTube channel coming up well I've already reserved it high functioning habits based on the book and um, and the course these things link to this now because they're relative and you know health tips and products that I review that's not really relative to this podcast so living well with shell on Facebook this this podcast and the Instagram page uh, all now link to the coulda woulda shoulda high functioning habits Facebook stuff okay just FYI the, the website's still the same livingwellwithshell.com and all the links to these to all your favorite platforms are there for the for the podcast all right so going back I'm saying so a lot today <laughs> I'm still a little groggy from the drugs but honestly guys I couldn't even stand a podcast so I'm trying to make some choices based on which has the worst effect I would like to keep moving forward and leaving a message for the world and that means I have to be on drugs right now until we can get a handle on how I can holistically handle what is going on with my body so I apologize for the for the ums and the so's throughout this podcast I was visualizing in my head how I wanted it to be and it's funny I can't even remember the movie oh I now I do I'm so sorry X-Men when uh the professor gets into the machine, puts the cap on, and he can see all the mutants around the world and then all the regular people and they're a different color. That's what it was. And all they are is like light and it's like an outline. That must be where I got the visual from. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, what is it that I want to see in the world? I only want to see the individuals in the white light. Anybody in in the red light, and I don't know why it's red for me, but it is. It's not black. It's, you know, it's, it's red for me. I don't need to be interacting, engaging, and triggered by those people. Because I have a bit of a mission. And that mission can't be accomplished if I'm constantly weighed down with inconsequential things. Now, I'm not saying inconsequential people. It's just that they're still learning and I need to have grace for that but I don't need to see it in my life every single day dragging me down I need to close my eyes and visualize when I'm meditating the light seeing people that are in the light spreading light want to be in the light and are growing and then I open the book today Uh, by the way this has been redone like this is the 20th anniversary edition of this book the book of awakening by Mark Nepo Having the life you want by being present to the life you have. So often, guys, we we wish for something. And it's like, no. We made choices to come into this world, in this life, in this body that we've been all given. And your most, how do I phrase this? Constructive, enjoyable, understanding way of living your life is accepting that and asking yourself every day, What do I need to learn in this situation? Fear gets its power from our not looking at either the fear or what we're afraid of. 
Remember that attic or closet door behind which something terrified, something terrifying waited, and the longer we looked, didn't look, the harder it was to open the door. He's telling the story of you know the, a, a, a room in the attic in his old house. We need to sit quietly and bring to mind a door you fear going through. This is for meditation purposes. For now, simply breathe and in your mind's eye, grow accustomed to the threshold of that door. For now, breathe deeply and simply feel safe around the closed door, vowing to return to it when you feel stronger. Isn't that great? I just loved that. So I really just had to make a decision when I, and this is where the visual came up with the people in the white and the red and uh, was when I was meditating. Focus on that. Breathe. COVID has taught us, taught us one thing, slow down. There's not as much to do. So there's very few people in the day, their day-to-day life that are feeling like they don't have enough time. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling sad. They're feeling angry. They're... And the question you should ask yourself maybe there is, do you need to escape? What is it? Close your eyes again, block it all out, talk to your higher self, talk to your team, talk to God, talk to the universe and ask, what do I need to learn in this situation? Now, I went down to my mom's yesterday, on Sunday, sorry, and uh, found my sister and her tearing apart the furnace room. Now, my mom's furnace room is the size of a bathroom probably. It's huge, a good size bathroom. And her furnace is old and still has an open flame. And she had an old particle board bookcase leaned right up against it. And five years worth, because Angie hasn't been in there for a number of years since daddy got sick, five years worth of plastic is my mom's a hoarder. She has a mental illness. We know this in the family. We never addressed it when years ago, but now we're living with that pain because it really should have been brought out in the open a lot sooner. But anyways, it didn't. And now that my mom's got dementia, her memory is failing so drastically. So it was a really hard thing to do this cleanup. She's standing there crying, saying we're throwing away her things and her memories. And it was so hard as a rational person to listen to this irrational argument. My sister's not in my mother's jewelry in her bedroom, in her kitchen, in her dining room, in her anywhere else in, in the disaster of a house that my mom lives in um, going through those drawers this was a, a fire hazard and it needed to be dealt with my mother was hoarding uh, paper and plastic uh, cartons from the grocery store it's really like I say it's a sickness guys it's an illness know this if you have people in your life like this it is an illness plus my mom's a Christian and she was hanging on to third fourth and fifth bread makers and my sister's like no you you have a working of everything you're 80 years of age you don't have anyone to cook for anymore you have all these working appliances these are the extra I'm taking them to the second hand store and my mom lost her mind and again I had to look at her and say mom that's greed and it's a sin it's greed. I know your mental illness is buying into this, but it's greed. And she has a really tough time with that. But my mom always has. My mom has an innate sense of thinking she's going to be without. I don't understand where it comes from other than childhood trauma. Me, So she almost tried to slap me across the face. I had to back up and her and I got into it and I just yelled at her. I, I just didn't. She caught me so off guard because we'd already been through it three times. And in that 15 minutes, her brain had a glitch and she completely forgot again that it was just garbage and she had accepted it and I lost it. The three of us had to calm down, my, set it down, get my mom out of the room. We made her a cup of tea. I was there for four and a half hours now because we couldn't just leave her like that. We had to now deal with the fallout of her emotional outbursts 
and her crying and trying to see reason. But my sister really, in one aspect, laid the law down to her, which was really good to say, you know what? This isn't just you suffering here. We're suffering too. She's got to go into that mess every single day. Deal with my mom's, she lost this, she lost that. She put it somewhere, she hid it. My mother lives in 4,000 square feet alone and she's hiding things. She has misplaced her entire jewelry collection this past month. And yet when she looks at you, she looks at you and says, well, no, I would, I always, I, her lovely language, I always would put it right there. Well, you're not mom. So may I just say for all the people that work in extended care homes and deal with mental illness and dementia, Alzheimer patients in homes, thank you. You do what a lot of us literally cannot do. And my uh, gratitude and my heart goes out to you. Anyways, okay, enough about that. So let's look at this new year as an opportunity to learn, to look for the light, to disengage from the darkness and that with which we don't want in our in our lives. You may disagree with someone and it doesn't necessarily make them black and evil and you right and light, but lots of times there are still things that are opposing views that upset us. And I don't mean I don't mean becoming a hermit and becoming so narrow focused. This is about removing the negative and focusing on the positive and opening your mind. And when you open yourself up in light and love, you will be able to differentiate the difference between the two. I truly, I actually truly believe that. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.